Hey, lovelies. I know we always discuss all things questionable, odd, and eerie, but this topic may get a little too intense for some of our listeners. So, listener discretion is advised. Welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. Rebecca sounded very questionable because with that intro. Tiffany was doing like squid arms. I'm like, oh, she's still doing that? Yeah. Yes. That doesn't go away. It, you never give up on the good times. Gotta believe in the love you've found. <laughs> Remix. Never give it up. No. Never give it up. No, no. Hi guys! Hello, <laughs> hello. We had a little Spice Girl jam before this. Yes, we they did. did. I didn't recognize the song. Mm. It's okay. We're slowly teaching you. Mm-hmm. But we've got some exciting. Speaking of the Spice Girls, we've got some get uh, it exciting girl power stuff to talk about. Today. Yeah, yeah. Before we get started, can I I have a little a little emotional moment with you guys? Yeah, sure. Bring on the emotions. <laughs> I can't process. Um. No. <laughs> That was fast. So we recently got back from Pride in New Orleans, as I know you guys are all aware and probably sick of hearing us talk about. Because it's like July now. Sorry. That's fine. This is June 20th. 20th. Oh, wait. This does release faster than it usually does. Sorry. (laughs) We're still in Pride month. It should always be Pride, first of all. Second of all. So we went to Pride. A freaking amazing. A, it was just a blasty blast with my friends and my family. Mm -hmm. And then it was just an amazing place to be with like love and acceptance and just happiness and then total like flip of the coin but this past weekend me Hagrid and Domino went to a lowrider car show Ooh, okay and it was like a legit lowrider car show and I hate to make assumptions about lowrider culture but it is a very popular thing in Latin cultures Mm -hmm. and it is usually um very popular with some nefarious characters okay to put it nicely like there was a lot of people that were rocking certain color memorabilia Ah. at the show but so we went there and james and i were well not really james because he kind of blends in with that crew but me and dominic (laughs) were by far the whitest people there but (laughs) i have never like at any car show and we've been to a lot like I felt like I belonged there and Mm -hmm. everyone treated us like we belonged there. And I don't know if it's just a combination of like me having hormones or like really having this change of like view on things. But like there are good people out there. Oh, yeah. And the past couple weekends, it's been like (laughs) overload of (laughs) my little black heart is like kind of pulsating. I think there might be a little bit of red in there somewhere. (laughs) And it, but it was just, I don't know, it was really cool. And I've been emotional about it lately. And I want to encourage people to like kind of step out of their comfort zone because everybody kind of boxes themselves into like, these are my people and everyone else disagrees with me. Or some people assume that everyone else is bad, but that's not the case. Like I said, at this car show, we got like basically surrounded by the no name riders of Atlanta, which is a predominantly black male motorcycle gang. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, I was a little intimidated, yeah. to be 100% honest, until the vice president and president sat down in the grass and played Hot Wheels with my three-year-old son. 
Oh, God, I love that. And I was like, you know, I need to stop making assumptions about people. Yeah. So that's my little PSA for the week Aww. is just don't assume anything and actually get to know somebody. And they're probably nothing like what you think they are. So I like that. I was happy. And the world can be a good place. So best case scenario, you meet some nice people. Worst case scenario, you start a podcast with two people you work with. Worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Why you gotta bring me down? They're good Don't pe- bring me down, Bruce. <laughs> there are good people in this world and then there are Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> there are good people in the world, not in this room. Oh. In the world. If I <laughs> somewhere. If I was there. a dual house, it might be Slytherin. Really? Yeah. Might be. <laughs> You'd definitely be a Slitherclaw. Ashley and I are just Hufflepuff. Why was I got so confused in that? I'm so used to having puff. I was like Slither Puff. Nope. Slither what? No. Nope. <laughs> She's a slither claw and we're Hufflepuffs through and through. Uh yeah, I don't think I have a subhouse. It's just when I talk about fire. That's fine. And your backhanded compliments. Well, while she's off being rude, uh, you guys want to learn about something fun? Yeah. Sure. Yes. Okay. Question for you. Answer. Robin Hood, Batman. Men in tights. <laughs> Robin. Um actually looking at this, a lot of that is okay. Robin Hood, <laughs> Batman, Zorro. Shaft, The Punisher, Blade, John Wick. What do these famous people have in common with 400,000 women in Uttar Pradesh, India? Sexual awakenings. That's what they have in common (laughs) with a woman in North Georgia. (laughs) A good bit of them, at least. (laughs) Um, Or close. Vigilantes. Yes, they're all wonderful vigilantes. The only difference is the Galabi gang actually exist and it's kicking butt in the most fantastic way. You guys want to... Wait, you mean Batman's not real? Oh, honey. We'll have a talk later. It's okay. (laughs) Would you guys like to meet India's pink sari crusaders, the rod-wielding vigilantes that strike fear into the hearts of potential abusers through the power of unity and sisterhood? Hell yes, we do. I know, I'm so excited. (laughs) Oh my god, I wish you guys could see Tiffany's reaction. She looks like she just got a puppy on Christmas. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Okay, so we're going to start with uh, the founder. So, Sampat Pal is a 59-year-old mother of five who's always believed in justice and equality. As a girl, she taught herself how to read and write and briefly attended school, but as the daughter of peasants, she was forced to marry a 25-year-old man soon after she reached puberty at the age of 12. Quote, I was taken out of school when I didn't yet know how to read and write, and I became a slave in the house of my in-laws, she recalls. Three years later, she gave birth to the first of her five children. Who's 15? She's 15? Yep. Her story is not unique. Bundelkhand is one of India's most impoverished regions, with more than 40% of the population living below the poverty line, trapped in the unending cycle of hardship, drought, and illiteracy. There were 3,025 reported cases of rape in 2017. I'm sorry, 3,000 reported cases? 3,025 reported cases. In 2016, 15,898 cases of kidnapping and 2,473 reported cases of dowry deaths. Oh. Keep in mind, these numbers are just for the reported incidents. And a lot of those women don't report because they're terrified for their lives. Unrelated. We need backup vodka for the studio. Right. Right? It's about to, it's about to be good. Don't worry. I got you booze. Uh, (laughs) No, you don't. That's the problem. Yeah. You you don't have booze. (laughs) 
I'll, I'll let you into Matt's secret stash later. Okay. I don't. So, before I bring you back up, a little bit more downer. Uh, <laughs> we got to go down just a little bit further. Come with me down a little bit and then we'll go up. I promise. We'll <laughs> we, be fine. We haven't hit These rock bottom planks. yet. <laughs> Female illiteracy is at 47%. And forgive me. I hate this so much that I never learned how to pronounce the word because every time I see it, I'm like, no, evil. So female illiteracy is at 47% and evils like infanticide. Infanticide. Okay. I think that's right. Okay. Child marriages and domestic violence are rampant. Further caste-based oppression and violence against untouchables also abounds in this region. Are we at rock bottom now? Are are we done? We're at rock bottom. Okay. Okay. As for Sampat, uh, when she saw a man beating a woman in the streets, uh, she intervened and was beaten too. The next day, she gathered five women in her village, and together, they and their bamboo sticks beat up the man who attacked her. Yes. (laughs) When word spread about what she had done, women started coming to her with their stories and requests for help. Oh, my God. Right. Ashley's going to start crying, and I'm going to be researching where the closest bamboo stick is. Uh Dude, I forewarned her she may cry today. (laughs) Tears of joy. So over time, um, Sampat's strength of character won the respect of her in-laws, and she was allowed to begin working as a volunteer with local women's rights groups. But by 2006, she had started the Galabi Gang because she was frustrated by the lack of progress within the groups that she was working for. So what is the Galabi Gang? I don't know, Tiffany. You tell us. Well, it literally translates into Pink Gang. Yes. According to the web, their website, their vision is to protect the powerless from abuse and fight corruption to ensure basic rights of the poor in rural areas and discourage traditions like child marriages. Oh my God, I love them. I know. I'm so happy. Those who join the Galabi gang are registered, given a small ID card, and wear a distinctive uniform, a pink sari. Ooh. Right? I want one. Think about it. Like this neon pink mm-hmm. against all of the like dust. Neutral and, tones. Yes. and It's it's the best. So for 500 or for 500 rupees, which is about $60 of an annual fee, they also get a bamboo stick to carry. And I was looking at pictures and a lot of them have like painted it pink. So yes. their sticks are pink. <laughs> uh, Sampat had said it is intended to protect us, but it's also used to threaten and if necessary to beat up abusers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> As to their causes... Sampat notes that it's eradicating child marriage in the dowry tradition, acting firmly against domestic violence, and promoting the empowerment of women through education and social awareness. Many argue that those rights are already protected by our constitution, but the problem doesn't lie with the law, which is good, but with its implementation. We live in a violent patriarchy that permeates all institutions, especially the police and the politicians at the Hmm. highest level. Preach, sister. Right? This woman. Oh, I just, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> you want a bamboo stick. I have two bamboo sticks. What? I used to, side note, I used to take Taekwondo and then we had a. That still we- baffles me. Right? Then we had a weapons defense teacher start and um, he started teaching us some weapons defense and my dad and I got really, and my brother got really into the bamboo sticks. And see, when people take you by surprise, your reaction is not anything related to taekwondo <laughs> seems like a taekwondo a double black belt in taekwondo <laughs> oh, good god <laughs> pretty much high pitch noise <laughs> pretty much well i mean that'll drops start. all the things right <laughs> and runs real fast well the first thing they teach you is avoid confrontation at all costs so <laughs> she just took that first rule to heart squeal and run away <laughs> okay so now it makes sense <laughs> Let's learn about their process because they have a basic process. 
they learned of an injustice and then they asked for it to be fixed. She said, we are in the field every day to meet with women. If the police, for instance, do not listen to a woman, we collectively go to the concerned police station and get her complaint lodged. Hmm. Simple enough, mm-hmm. right? Should be. If that does not work, public shaming the culprit happens. Oh, yes. They like hold marches and protest and they call out injustice in the streets and draw big crowds and just like publicly shame. And it's brilliant. Question. You might touch on this lady. Do they... Lady... <laughs> <laughs> you might touch on this lady. Hey, how hey, you doing? How are you doing? Um, you might touch on this later. But do they make sure that the person who's coming forward with the complaint is safe during? Yes. Okay. Yes, they do. So if the public shaming doesn't work, out come the sticks. Yes. <laughs> she said, people laughed at my ideas. I know my position seems radical, but sometimes the stick is the only way to achieve change. <laughs> she sounds like. A grandma like go pick your switch yep like a southern <laughs> grandma like sorry i gave you options uh-huh. and you didn't listen <laughs> i told you to stop i told you i would beat you if you didn't and now go get your switch yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh flashbacks <laughs> sorry sorry any pts trigger warning yes trigger warning for southern kids <laughs> right belated trigger i'm sorry i know we're bad at this um <laughs> that's why i listed our show as i, as I did on itunes <laughs> yes. thank you <laughs> Just a blanket trigger warning. Yeah, we're kind of... Oops. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, my child does look like a demon. When she stares at that. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked down at the monitor and she was just staring at me. She wants a pink stick. <laughs> yes. I will raise her to know how to protect herself. Um, oh my God, please send me the picture when the ruler's glasses get broken. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we start getting into some of the people she has helped and dive more into this group, would you guys like to take a quick drink break? And we'll go fetch that vodka for you. Sure. Shots of happiness. Let's go paint some bamboo sticks pink. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Maddie. Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, Guys. Oh, oh, hey, Producer, producer Michael. Producer Michael, hi. Oh, well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey, and as always, get slayed. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. Hi. Are you guys ready to be super depressed and then super happy again? Fuck you. I mean, yes. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> that we got over the super depressed part. Well, right? I thought we had already hit rock bottom. We you did. didn't say we were going back. Look, we hit rock bottom. Now we're going to go pick up some souvenirs. Started from the bottom. Now we're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you we were going to talk about people she helped. So in order to do that, I have to tell you their stories. Oh, no, I don't like that. Oh, okay. You want me to just skip past that part? Yeah. Okay. And they all lived happily ever after. The end. With their pink sticks. Oh, you have a pink straw. <laughs> <laughs> We're drinking spritzers, and this is like our first one. 
I am high on exercise endorphins, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how's that feel? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> the endorphins, great. My body is debatable. Oh, all right. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Where's my womb of comfort? I don't know. Titan? <laughs> I was looking for the Santa blanket, but it's fine. I'll just hold myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> now that Ashley's got her boobs in 2000 <laughs> yeah i am solidarity sister thank you <laughs> they're both holding their boobs and it's making me really uncomfortable for some reason just don't look i'm trying not to but you're like my eyes are up here rebecca <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, i've let you. go of my breasticles As have I. all right in 2007 dalit and i'm probably pronounced that wrong i'm sorry a dalit woman was raped by a man of a higher caste and the incident went unreported. The villagers and members of the lower caste protested to no avail, and many of them were put into prison for doing so. The Galabi gang took action, charged into the police station, and attempted to free the villagers who were put into prison for protesting. They also demanded that a case be made against the rapist, and when the policemen refused to make a case, they resorted to violence and physically attacked him. The policeman? Yes. Oh. Right? From that time, the Galabi Gang was known to use physical violence if needed to make a point. And if physical violence was of no use, they would then resort to public shaming the offender. I got those mixed up before. <laughs> My apologies. I was about to say, that's opposite of what you told us. Hey, look. Hey, they got shit done. Exactly. Despite becoming popular for its violent approach to much of its activism, it also uses nonviolent tactics such as marches and occupations. So... They got ish done with that one. Mm-hmm. There's a woman, uh, Soman. Soman's husband was held captive for three years after being kidnapped by a local gang over a property dispute. She relied exclusively on Powell for help finding him. She claims the police were not or were paid to not interfere in the investigation. Powell collected donations of grains and pulses. I'm assuming that's something over there that I don't know about. Uh <laughs> But she collected donations of grain and pulses for Soman from other gang members and organized protest marches to demand the police help track down her husband. This woman said, what Sampat has done for me, I will never forget in my whole life. Without her, our enemies surely would have killed us. Aww. Right? So she got her husband back. And she had a little kid, too. I forgot to mention that part. Stop it. Right. Oh, don't worry. You're going to love her. Oh, this one got me. Too late. You ready? I've fallen and fallen fast for her. <laughs> Drink more. That's not going to help. <laughs> the more she drinks, the more she falls for people. Did you not see her in New Orleans? Oh, that makes sense now. All right. Thank you for the clarification, Tiffany. <laughs> um, but BT Dubs, Cooper, if you're listening, it was not alcohol that caused Ashley to fall. No. Um, so... <laughs> Sampat uh, worked to help a 17-year-old girl, uh, Shilu Nishad, who'd been gang-raped by a group of men, Mm-mm. including one she identified as a member of the local legislature. Mm-hmm. Nishad went to police, but instead of being questioned, she was arrested. What the fuck? It turns out her attacker had already called the police, accusing her of theft. So they raped her? I don't know if they just called and said, hey, she's a thief because they thought she was going to the police station or if she was a th- thief and they raped her because of it. I don't know. Uh, but her father went to uh, Sampat for help. I was nervous and crying and somebody suggested I go to the gang. The gang, not the cane. 
that would have been appropriate too. Right? Right. <laughs> Go to the cane. Yes. So she organized an agitation, which I thought was a cool word to say, a little protest. <laughs> uh, she organized an agitation in front of the police station and later in front of the legislature's house. The guy in legislature. Mm-hmm. So effective was her intervention that the gentleman in the legislature was arrested and Ruha Gandhi, the heir of the Gandhi family's political throne, traveled 370 miles from New Delhi to meet the girl. Wow. Right? Nice. Uh-huh. Uh, Nishad said of Sampat Paul, she is a very good lady. She has told the world about my plight. Nishad consequently mobilized 20,000 angry women across Budakan no, Budelkan, forming her own Nagan gang as a parallel outfit to Sampat Aww. Paul's Gulabi gang. That's amazing. Right? That one got me good. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Right? All right. I have two more stories for you about people she's helped. One of these is really sad. I mean, I know they're all sad. This is a roller coaster. I'm fine. I'm just trying to make sure that you guys get your alcohol intake back where it needs to be. I mean, after our cleanse, after Nashville, Nashville, (laughs) New Orleans. Yep. We're still recovering from Nashville, too. It's fine. All right. That's what happens when you're you're in your 30s. A year (laughs) later, you're like, fuck, what did I do? (laughs) Zuma. All right. I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right or not, and I'm sorry. Um, Janky Devi's relationship with the man she fell in love with was never an easy one. She was only 15 when she met 20-something Anad Kumar, with whom she would lose her virginity a few months later. Not surprisingly, both sets of parents opposed the union. In rural areas of the Indian state of Uttar Pradesh, as is the case across the country, marriages are still arranged by the families of those involved, Blech. regardless of romantic feelings, and are based on religion, caste, economic status, and political relationships between the clans. Love, they say, comes with time and routine. But, hey... You know, no, I can't even. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was like, where, where is she trying to go no, with this one? No. I know we try to be accepting of most, but there's some things. That- Look, if you're okay with it and you're happy, that's fine. But I am, I am very much all for marry who you love. So, Janky Devi and Kumar's parents demanded that they stop seeing each other. In defiance, the couple married in secret, and in 2006, as per Indian tradition. Janky Devi moved into the home her husband shared with his parents, and so began her nightmare. Janky Devi and her husband were unable to conceive a child, and because of this, Anad's parents doused her with petrol and <gasps> set her on fire. That uh, what seems a bit over dramatic. So they didn't want them to get married in the first place, mm-hmm. and then when they couldn't conceive, yep, she was of no use to them. It's okay. Remember, rock bottom, so that we can climb back up. Yeah, but we've been there like five times. I'm really sick of climbing. I already did a Zumba class today. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay. So neighbors rushed her to the hospital that night, but she passed away. Oh, motherfucker. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's going to get better. It will. BT dub. She died. Uh, Yeah. Um, When her parents tried to lodge a complaint with the police, the officers refused to register it. Tried to lodge a complaint to the police. You made her leave. I feel like complaint is the wrong word. Well, that's um. Excuse me. I would like if you to don't mind lodge this fuckery. <laughs> I would lodge something up these people, up these people's fuckery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Janky Devi was just one of more than three hundred thousand women who each year are the victims of violence in India, a country where, according to official stat- uh, statistics from two thousand thirteen, a woman is abducted every ten minutes and one is raped every twenty minutes. Oh my. God, that's not okay. 
No. 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 I don't mean to laugh at that. I'm sorry, but that was funny <laughs> you saying that. Oh, no. no. I just... I've been through this roller coaster like 10 times today, so I'm trying not to get back on it and just like roll through and let you guys experience it. So you're welcome. Since her father wasn't able to file a complaint with the police against Kumar's family because he belonged to a higher caste and they were more influential, Janky Devi's father sought justice elsewhere. The Galabi Gang. Once Paul heard his story and looked at the how harrowing photographs he took in the hospital of his badly burned daughter paul grabbed her phone and called the police station where the vice chief of police had refused to see the father uh she needed only to say her name to grab the senior officer's attention she warned that if an investigation into the death of janky devi was not opened promptly the station would be besieged by enraged women yes the investigation opened almost immediately Oh my God. Right. She's such a queen. She is. She is a queen. And then this one is not lighthearted, but less more so than the last <laughs> it's one. about to get real light up in here, guys. Ready to hear more about abuse. Woohoo. Last, I guess we should throw out a trigger warning about, but people listen to our podcast. They know that we cover bad shit. Um, so a distressed woman. <laughs> I think we already discussed the blanket trigger right. warnings. We probably Sorry. should be a little more cautious about that. Yes. But. I have a pre-recorded disclaimer. It's fine. Here we okay. go. Um, a distressed woman whose husband had been picked up by the police and locked up for days had approached Sampat Paul after policemen gave her no information about the grounds for his imprisonment. Quote, I accompanied the woman to the police station and asked the constable, why have you detained her husband? She recalled, he started abusing me and picking up his stick to beat me. I paired the blow and instead hit him with my stick. <laughs> the police started beating her? Uh-huh. Fuckers. Uh, the man was eventually freed, and so was Sampat Paul after spending a night behind bars. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> These women are badasses. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Balls ass bitches. Right? Like, I was reading this story, and the whole time I was like, who run the world, girls? Who run the world, girls? <laughs> That's when my dance comes into play. Right? <laughs> God, I love them. Um, and some of them, are most of them have joined for a myriad of reasons mostly because they've expressed or they've um been i said myriad and my brain was like what <laughs> me <Stop."> too <laughs> i was like that's a complicated word Sorry. i'm proud of you <laughs> <laughs> and then she couldn't figure out how to say expressed after that no expressed isn't the word she's all done <laughs> and good night um <laughs> So they've joined for a myriad of reasons, um, mostly because they have been on the receiving end of this oppression or this abuse. But um, one member stated, we are here to help each other. The benefit of joining is that if any of us is exploited, we stand up for each other. Another said, I am here for my education. I learn about my rights here, which kind of threw me for a loop because I was like, oh, yeah, some of these people who like they're illiterate, they don't have any mm-hmm. education. They might not even know they have these rights. Well, and especially mean, being raised in a place like that they don't know that rights are a thing right it just broke my heart what you do you listen to your family and you do as you're told i didn't write it down but there was some statistic that was like um seven i could have this totally wrong it was like a majority of people believe that domestic abuse was okay and the number that they gave me the number of women who believed that was even higher which threw me for a loop with you're raised to believe that and yeah. you have no access to the outside world telling you that it's not. Yeah. And they you're s- grown. You grow up in a household where that's the case. Mm-hmm. That's what you expect. Meh. I know. Yeah, I'm not saying it's 
Right. But but <laughs> that's where it's at. At the formation of the gang, force and violence were used against the police and government. Over time, they've developed a good rapport with some of the local police, though. Quote, the gang is doing some good work and in a way helping us solve issues. Hmm. Right? Do they have uh, any females on the police force? Uh, I read somewhere that because of this gang or some things going along parallel with the gang, they now have... I think it's like 33 positions that have to be female in the um, judiciary branch yes. or something like that. And there are female police officers, but it's like a very small number. Right. That's better than where we were. Oh, yeah. No, she's even said, Sampat Paul has said that they are making great leaps and bounds, but they're nowhere near where they need to right. be. But they are very proud of the progress they have made. That's awesome. Uh, okay. So my next note. Do you think they mind beating up assholes? Quote, we fight rapists with sticks. If we find the culprit, we thrash him black and blue so he dare not attempt to do wrong to any girl or woman again. I'm taking that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> do with that what you will, but I think that means I no. I don't think so. I don't think they have any reason to either. I don't either. These these ladies. And some sources I read said 270,000, but that was a while ago. Um, a lot of them said 400,000. But even if it is just 270,000, that's still a lot of women. And I'm very proud of them. 270,000 members. Help. Oh, members. Nice. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. So anywhere between 270,000 and 400,000. Well, and the more females that are members, the more the word's going to get out and the more that other women will learn to stand up for themselves. Oh, yeah. I was watching some videos of this online and it was like her house has become like the unofficial headquarters. Mm-hmm. And she said from like sun up to sun down there just like people filing into our house and being like i need your help this is the injustice i'm facing could you please help me is there a way to donate to them we will get there yay (laughs) (laughs) all right so along with the fight for the downtrodden they also teach women self-defense and how to be economically self-sufficient the mission listed on their website is to support and train women to enhance their basic skills to become economically secure and develop confidence to protect themselves from abuse through sustainable livelihood options. These women, Ashley's got like pouty face because she's like so in love. They're amazing. Fine, carry on. <laughs> All right. So um, Prima Rambori, that's probably pronounced wrong. I apologize. Adali woman set up a leaf plate making business in one of these villages with the help of Sampat Paul. Adjacent towns and communities source these environmentally friendly plates for weddings and various other functions. The work has expanded and currently Prima employs 500 women of the community, each earning up to 150 rupees per day. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's uh, attributed a lot of her um, success in this to Sampat Paul and helping her get started. The gang's work has become the subject of books and television documentaries, something that brought money into the organization, which is a registered nonprofit. The cash inflow allowed her to introdu- allowed them to introduce skill development programs for women. Uh, they bought sewing machines to set up six stitching centers for girls in the Budelkan region, which are mostly run by women from their homes, including three of her own daughters. The instructors charge a monthly fee of 400 rupees, which is about $6. And after some training, the girls independently earn about 3,000 rupees every month or $44 every month. Oh my gosh. After they learn the skills. Yep. Hmm. So in case you weren't already in love with them, they also started a co-ed school in, I'm sorry, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Roli Kalanpur, her husband's village, where she had previously been shunned. 
and at the Gulabi Gang Children's School, about 250 students are taught from grades 1 through 8 at a nominal monthly fee of 10 rupees or 14 cents in a makeshift school building. So they are like helping to educate kids who couldn't afford to go to school normally or wouldn't have access to the school. And it's mostly girls in the school, but mm-hmm. um, it's for anybody. It's so, open to everybody. Yes. Um, That's amazing. Oh my God, I love them. They also help fund affordable weddings for couples who are marrying for love. And they use the leaf plates mentioned before mm. during these weddings. But um, weddings get so expensive over right? there. And um, you aren't allowed to marry for love. So she's like, I'm going to fix both of those. Marry for love and we'll help you and pay we'll for help it. And we'll help you pay for <laughs> it. Weddings get expensive everywhere, love. Well, yes. But compared to what you earn mm. to what you spend there, it is astronomical. Right. Let's see. There was a quote on their, two quotes on their website that made me really happy. Uh, One says, if we don't save ourselves, nobody will. And what cannot be endured must be cured. Oh. Yes. So, oh my God, I love them. There is a website that they do accept donations and it's amazing. And why did I not put it here in my notes? (laughs) I don't know. I was so proud of myself for actually having notes and sources. And you can find it yourself. If you want to donate. <laughs> they are just amazing. We'll have a link in the show notes. If, or in show notes? Wow. I'm not Is This Adulting. We'll have a link on the blog <laughs> uh, where you can go and look at all this. Now, I debated whether to put this in here or not. But I figure if I'm going to tell a story, I might as well share like the full story. But I kind of looked over this. Um, see. Every moment has its share of problems, and the Galabi gang is no exception. The group has been fervently criticized for its use of violence to get justice, and Sampat Paul stepped down in 2014 following charges of corruption. She eventually followed a path in politics, while the Galabi gang continues its fight against human rights abuse without their effervescent leader. Hmm. So, I didn't research too much into, like, why she stepped down, but right. I, I did see some sources that said she stepped down because it was causing too much turmoil yeah. and, like, taking focus away from what they were trying to do, but she still is instrumental in helping them. Well, that alone just pisses me off because it's they get criticized for using violence and whatever, but the reason they're using violence is because these women have been beaten and taken advantage of, and that's the only way to get people's attention to the matter. Right? So, it's yeah, just... we're going to get a little violent with our pink bamboo sticks. You're welcome. Stop being shitheads and I won't have to do this. Right? (laughs) Don't be a dick and you won't get the stick. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me really happy. Galabigang.in. That is where you can go. I will be donating to them on Friday. Yes. So they're wonderful. You can find what you need on there. And they've got like phone numbers you can call if you want information. An email address. One thing I really liked about this is when it was first starting, she had a Nokia phone and a rusty bicycle, and that was what she used to help people. Like she would use her phone to call around and ride her bike to where she needed to go. Then people started helping out and like would give her rides places. But yeah, yeah. The Galabi Gang—they're wonderful. I want to be one. I want to stand up for what is right. And I kept thinking while I was doing this research, like there have been so many times where I've seen injustice, and I'm like. Do I step in or do I just like, I don't know the full story. So I just like go about my life and right. not step in. And this just was like, well, Tiffany, you've been a piece of shit. <laughs> You're so. stepping in now. <laughs> just yeah. FYI. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's that the Galabi game. I love them. 
you're you're painting your bamboo sticks pink, aren't you? Probably. She's just gonna paint everything pink. We're gonna come in. The straws will be pink. Anything that <laughs> resembles a stick. Well, I'm not a huge pink fan, but I think this will. This <laughs> that will might sway me a little bit. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. Thanks. They make me so. I still didn't put this in my notes. Damn it, Tiffany. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're wonderful. I love them and everybody should check them out. So. Absolutely. And yeah, like you said, we'll have links to everything in the blog. Yes. You good? I, uh, this spritzer is making me gassy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've gotten heartwarming, let's go back to burping and partying on air. That's <laughs> what I do. We're the ladies of strange. I'm a lady. <laughs> Because I'm a lady. We were singing that song with my daughter downstairs and she was having a blast. Mm-hmm. So It was good times. I like that story. Thank you. I I'm thought happy. you guys might. Woo woo. Woo woo. That's my jam. All right. Are we done? Are we good to go? I'm good. Are we ready to escape? Are we done with the roller coaster? We're done with the roller coaster. You can get off happy now. Oh, uh, <laughs> <I've got> hey. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. Um, raising my hands. I'm waiting for the lap bar to release. <laughs> I feel like I'm stuck here at the moment. Uh, I feel like you starting our Ow. outro would be the... I just pulled my own hair. Kinky. Well, remember, friends, <laughs> everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesofstrange.com. Or you can email them to us at theladiesofstrange at gmail.com. And yes, Ashley, I can see you. Good. I'm glad you still have your eyesight. (laughs) She was mocking me. I was. Shit, I erased my part (laughs) of it thinking I had it. Don't forget to... (laughs) subscribe subscribe rate and review and if you think we're doing a great job and you want to support the show you can now find us on patreon where you will get lots of great extra bonus <laughs> content please keep it strange go paint something peak and kick some ass <laughs> bye bye lovelies bye girl power <laughs> <laughs>